just for the few minutes we're going to be here, let's see if we can get some directions for life that create love. Okay, guys, <laughs> this is Crystal, and I'm here with BJ. Hey. And we're doing things differently this time around. BJ said, hey, <laughs> we, we do miss y'all. <laughs> this feels so different. <laughs> <laughs> We do miss y'all, and we, we're doing things differently. As I said, we are changing up the way we plan and record. So we enjoyed our sessions uh, last season or last year or however you want to look at it. However, there's a lot of things that I feel like never went, never got to be said. Or we did a lot of planning, and I don't feel like we touched exactly the things or the sentiments we were trying to express in our recordings so i thought it a good idea to record our planning right mm -hmm. so you guys are going to get us planning an episode and then you're going to get the final draft of an episode right and i think this is going to be a very unique experience i think it's going to give you the ability to hear our process and the way we go about discussing things and figuring figuring out how we want to open things up and talk about them and give detail to it or however we work it out i think it just gives you permission or invites you into our conversation so i hope you guys enjoy it um i know bj probably would like to say some things so mm. I'll stop talking. No, um, <laughs> you pretty much summed no? it up. I think it's um, okay. It's a little bit nerve wracking though, because mm. um, one of the things that it strips me of in doing it this way is there's no way to filter the things that I say anymore. So like when mm. you when you want to make sure that you're politically correct, it's not really possible for me to do that because it just has to come out and i just pray that you understand that it's not like judgment or belittling it's just you know in the moment this is how things came out and maybe if i hear it on the back end i can go back and say well hey this is not exactly how it's meant to be taken and corrected on air it's a little bit of a um a practice what you preach in real time Hmm. being more mindful uh, about the things that you're saying because there's no take back it's it's like right here in your face it's out right? there absolutely 100 percent. and so I, I don't know if you guys realize but bj kinda said like so we're gonna say what we're gonna say right here and we really is gonna have to be what it is because we're not gonna do much editing to this outside of making it sound really clear and mm -hmm. crisp you're going to hear all our ums and ohs and hums and ha's and you're going to hear all of that and be patient because we're going to give you a final draft of the conversation and we're going to give you a thought out process because a lot of times when me and BJ would record and it was the episode that we were giving you, we would be expressing, you know, raw content right there, but it was based off of something that we previously planned a part of what was so frustrating, frustrating about it. But then like in the moment, sometimes you could not hear him because you were having to prepare a response and while you 
I try to be as mindful as I can be. Sometimes on the spot, it's impossible because you can't hear exactly. And it wouldn't be until I listen back to the episode to where I would really hear what BJ was Mm. saying. And so not that we could prevent that from happening completely. I feel like it'll at least give us the opportunity to really take away from our conversations and then build them up in a way to where it is just beneficial to all and especially us because it's our energy and our time that we're utilizing to create this content so i think we should we should be able to be proud of what we're putting out there and i want to give bj the opportunity to be truly heard and respond to his true sentiments and what he's saying honestly and not like what i'm gathering in that moment i appreciate that oh no problem (laughs) Okay, guys, so we flipped the coin, and that means it's my idea, my topic. We both bring two topics each time, and my topic is accepting the reality you manipulated, okay? Mm -hmm. And so what I'm going to do now is, I guess, open up what I mean with my my topic and my title and explain it to BJ and see if he has any input or any ideas regarding Mm -hmm. it. So when I um, thought of this topic to bring to you, I was thinking about life in general, you know, like accepting where we are. And I use the word manipulated because a lot of people usually put negative connotations on the word manipulated. It's always like a negative thing. Are you manipulating people? Are you manipulating this? But manipulation doesn't necessarily have to be bad. Mm-hmm. Right. Manipulation could be like your efforts to make something um, pliable or malleable, you know, something you can actually work with. Right. 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 Um, you can also use the word alter, you know, accepting the reality you altered. Right. Mm-hmm. And like the deeper you say, the more I say that I start to hear like honoring my decisions, like honoring the things I allowed and honoring the things I prevented. Whether that's stunning my own growth or whether that's just giving my attention to something totally different, right? Uh, We can say, like, think about my podcast, like the way I started Crystal Clear and like the way I decided to branch out. Like I could still be on a path of Crystal Clear and Crystal Clear only, Mm -hmm. right? But I'm honoring the fact that I wanted to make that voice greater, than the way it was being perceived in my mind, right? So you can also look at the reality you manipulated. Like, are you, if you think about it right now, like if you think about where you are right now, BJ, are you proud of what you've come up with thus far, right? Or do you have regrets? Mm. And do you have the ability to accept that? Like take full ownership of that, (laughs) right? Right. Do you have do do you have that in you? And I think a lot of people answers depend on exactly where they see themselves today. And the whole goal of this topic is to either say kudos to you, you know, congratulations to you. You're on the right track. Keep going or to motivate some things to be changed if you're not proud, if you do have regrets. So what do you think? And this can be applied to uh, personal life it could be applied to relationships it could be applied to career it could be applied to anything it's just the general idea of that topic well first i'm going to say um 
this process is already perfect because without you knowing my topic for today is basically set up mm-hmm. in this same context but mm. it it's just it's just crazy how it works um i'm just sitting <laughs> here like this is the perfect setup for my conversation and um i look forward mm-hmm. to um getting into it but to answer the question of oh this is weird i'm hearing the plane but um <laughs> me too <laughs> this is so weird but um to answer your question it's um it's very hard to be proud of something mm. i never saw myself doing right and um mm-hmm. i believe that for me and this is just me being transparent i never set out to be a voice in this kind of way i ultimately thought that I was just doing something to make up for something I lost. Um, my initial, my initial thing or my initial um, habit of or choice of thing to do was music, and I lost all of my music equipment in the house fire, and it took me years to get all of that equipment. You know, saving, scraping, mm-hmm. and the whole nine, and up until the point of me actually being introduced to podcasting which was like 2016 i was still struggling to regain that equipment that it took me blood sweat and tears to get and i found Mm -hmm. myself sitting in the room with a bunch of my friends who were podcasting and i was just there um sitting in the corner not really saying anything listening to their conversation and one day a question was asked to me and i answered it and it changed the way that that guy in the background looks now I never set out to do any of this so I was basically creating plans of action just because I was now in this new thing it wasn't a passion it wasn't it wasn't something that I felt like I had to do up until I began to realize that it was helpful to speak out about things that you were going through that you felt like you never had anybody to talk to. It gave you um, a mm-hmm. source of um, community. You can, you know, kind of go over these things and expound and build relationships and all of these things. So like once I got here and realized that I got this far, it just made me long for something that had been missing from me from a long time ago and I started to regret it more than being proud of it. So that was the hard part of this whole journey. But I now realize that your purpose is not always going to be something that makes you happy. So manipulating is the perfect word because as much as I don't like doing this thing anymore, that doesn't necessarily make me happy um i feel like in some way shape or form i'm convinced that it's still something i need to do Mm. and that that is that is tricky um it is disappointing at times because you and i both know that the rewards are like few and far between the praise is never what it actually is supposed to be there's no there's no riches there's no 
there's nothing. It's just sometimes it might just be like, I really appreciate it. You know, you guys, this conversation, it might just be that it might just be like the same five or six people saying, I really love what you guys do. And as much as Mm -hmm. we don't want them to feel like it's not enough, it sometimes isn't, you know, it's, it's hard to be this honest about something that we very rarely even talk about. So, um, yeah, manipulated is the perfect word because I feel like I've been somehow manipulated to believe that this mattered to me for this long. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. I don't know why that made me laugh, but it did. So, okay. You know, like you to say, like to be manipulated, to believe this mattered to me for so long when it didn't. Right. Mm -hmm. And so like, what to the core of it like what does that truly mean does that mean like that this truly doesn't matter to you no like i I think what i'm trying to say is you would have believed that based on how long i've done this how much of Mm -hmm. a fixture i've been in this space you would have believed that Mm -hmm. this was like a passion project Got it, got it, got it, and it wasn't, wasn't. okay, 100%, we're on the same page, you know, you you know what, that is really good, because I know for a fact, like, when I started uh, Crystal Clear, that I I, kind of had high hopes, and um, as far as, like, what I could do, and who I could reach, but, like, my, my intent was, like, completely pure, like, I just wanted to give myself an outlet. Mm-hmm. I just wanted to talk about what I was experiencing. That's all I really wanted to do. Like I I really didn't have like a a monetary expectation. I really didn't um have like an expectation on who was going to hear it, who was going to like it. I just kind of had a goal of maybe this could happen, but no like no real plan mm-hmm. in place, just goals kind of. And when I think about it, Like I wasn't, I wasn't really serious about like anything in particular. Cause I was like, I was too open to how it could work out. Like, I feel like anytime, like you really have a real plan and you want things to be a certain way, you're not open to anything. You want it to look a certain way and a certain way only. And if that was like my, my attitude and my mental space going in, there's no way I would have done it this long. Right. Right. You know, right. there's zero way because then i would have gave myself time and said if i'm not here by this amount of time i'm done i'm moving on but then you actually start doing it and you actually have to manipulate the way you see success right Mm -hmm. you have to tell yourself that success is not necessarily a follower count success is not necessarily uh being monetized or having you know brand deals necessarily success can also look like connections success can also look like deeper understanding for different segments of the world and different segments of people success could look like just the joy you get from being able to do something and add to someone's life success could look like you inspiring people and they reaching out and telling you that you've inspired them to start their own show to create their own platform to be a voice for people like them like success can look completely different if you manipulate the way you view things and and instead of using society's ruler to measure happiness and success and gain 
you utilize what actually mean things to you. And I think when I was able to do that and be more open on, you know, like no plans really to be open or closed, but just not having a well thought out plan in the first place kind of set me up for success. Mm. Because if I was closed minded, I know there is no way. There is no way of, you know, very little society's idea, definition of success, very little success on that end, would I continue to do this? Mm. So that's me speaking to your response. Yeah, when you think about that in a more broad sense, it makes me wonder, is relying on just your skill set or your views alone closed-minded? Like when you approach whatever it is that you decide to do, whether Mm -hmm. it be a passion project, habit, a course or whatever it is, when you decide for yourself based on just your views alone, Mm -hmm. this is what I'm going to do versus what I you probably don't know that there is a need or desire yet because you're just entering into the idea. Mm -hmm. But is that kind of like a narrow sense of understanding when you just rely on? only your views and not kind of like investigate the thoughts and opinions of other people that influence the idea. I, de- I definitely think it can be viewed as closed or narrowed, but I think the fact that you actually allow it to be heard by others makes it open in and of itself. You know what, it, you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. Oh, so okay. it, it comes okay. from a very narrow, small, closed minded place, right? It does. It, how can it not? Right. Um, but then as soon as you expose it, you are allowing it to then be picked apart. You are allowing other people to place their opinions on it. You are opening it up to open yourself mm-hmm. up. So I think it's kind of both. It starts off one way and ends up another on its own. It does, but it also it also kind of like gave me a reality Mm -hmm. check because opening these things up to people is how we were manipulated to do what Mm -hmm. we've done with no reward right or at least the reward that we expected from you know what it is that we're doing so in a sense it's like it's a positive for somebody but it's not as positive for the person that has to provide the service that is very challenging and i see in this moment right now, why so many people start and finish yeah. early, like almost immediate because you then realize that you're in over your head and you're not necessarily taking responsibility for the decision because there was other people involved and but they weren't ultimately involved in the decision making. They were just involved in the actual planning or manipulation of the thing as you would Mm -hmm. call it so it's like in this moment who do you hold responsible for feelings that you feel like you didn't you didn't really create for yourself well that's the thing you are accepting the reality you manipulated you have to accept it regardless if you blame yourself or not you have to accept it yeah so that's that's the whole conversation is you accepting it and you understanding it and you deciding what to do next because it's on you Right. And so when when I was listening to right, you talk, right. I kind I heard in that brief moment and I don't want to lose it. I'm afraid I am um, that. It is and you kind of have to remain close minded when you decide to do something like this in a way, because 
you have to protect your belief that this can be great. Oh, that is very true. You have to protect that. You have to stay closed-minded and narrow in regards to that belief that this can be great, that you can add value. Because if you open that up too much, you're going to be discouraged. You're going to look look at everybody else. You're going to look at, you know, society. You're going to look at the people who are popping. You're going to hear the messages duplicated and being accepted better from this person. You're going to see it. But you still have to kind of like trap, close, narrow that 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 belief of greatness within yourself to keep you on track, to keep you moving forward, to not allow what it looks like to deter you. So I wanted to bring that out right there because I, I heard it. Yeah. Yeah. That that was always mm-hmm. a struggle. Um one of the reasons I think it's been so hard for me as a creative in any way I've ever done it is because it never came with the acceptance or response that I was mm-hmm. reaching for. It was always the opposite. And um, I remember how hard it was to to reach other mm-hmm. brothers with with these same issues and mm-hmm. feelings. I I always felt like I was alone, like standing on the hill, just by myself feeling these things. And it would make me like question myself, like, am I too sensitive? Am I too comfortable in the, the feminine aspects of masculinity? Mm-hmm. Or like, are you just resting on so many emotions to where you create a barrier between you and the guys or men that you desire to have brotherhoods and relationships with. Right. Right. But what I then, what I then realized was the reason why that was is because I've arrived to a place that men still haven't reached yet. Right. And that is a very lonely place to be in when you feel as though you need brothers or you need, you know, that community or that village around you. So what I had to do was manipulate myself that I'm not alone, even though there's nobody to talk to. Right. I would create conversations that kind of would manipulate men to come out. I would try to like be a little offensive or sound as if I'm completely siding with the women in regards to these things, because there's very much truth in what they're saying. I'm just not giving my perspective to what they're saying. And then I realized that like guys would start to come out, but they didn't come out how I thought they would. They were now attacking me. They were now calling me the pick me, (laughs) you know, (laughs) if there is one to be, you know, to be labeled as, you know, in terms of women, I was the pick me at that point, you know? So it was like, wow. And in those moments, I took advantage of, you know, having those confrontations with guys to say, well, Hey, like all you heard was me listen to a woman, give her a story. You didn't hear my perspective. My perspective is this, Mm -hmm. this is what I think. And the more that I began to, manipulate those circumstances to get the guys to come out I was able to afford myself 
a lot of the relationships that I ultimately needed. So I think as you were stating, it is a good thing. Um, it is a good thing, but I don't think that we understand that manipulate can be positive. It sometimes comes in the form of being mm-hmm. creative, innovative, understanding your surroundings and actually adapting you know, right. ways to conquer the spaces that you're in is not always right. the negative. You know, it does have some positives to it. But then again, it makes no difference if you can't identify what you're actually doing. Tune in next time to see who gets love from BJ and Crystal Clear.